0: Hi friends, Narya here, and welcome to the next episode of Narya LaMaria Nutrition. I'm your host, Narya. I'm a registered dietitian that specializes in weight management, gut health, and overall wellness. Today's episode is a very, very special and even maybe an emotional one. Today we're going to talk about the guilt that we can often feel when diagnosed with a chronic disease or told that we're weight, overweight or obese. So let's talk about it. I like to start with a personal story. Years ago when I was pregnant, not knowing much about nutrition, uh, I would eat very much anything possible, especially with my first pregnancy. With this first pregnancy, I would have McDonald's all the time, Applebee's, you name it, I was there all the time. My hunger was through the roof, through the roof. And one day I go to the doctor and the doctor's like hey you're gaining a lot of weight like hold your horses and i'm thinking well how can i stop even though of course yes to stop eating all that stuff but i was so hungry anyhow months moving forward i go to the doctor again and the doctor grabs a piece of paper he writes something down he turns it around my husband's there with me and he's like you're fat <laughs> and that's a moment that i'm thinking uh, that's a little rude, even though he's like, I've been telling you for months and you start getting weight. You're still getting weight. Like it's not getting through. You're getting too much weight. You're going to be pre-diabetic. Like you're not getting it. And I felt guilty at that time. I'm thinking like, I'm really hungry. What should I do? Um, I'm, I don't even like the taste of my own saliva. It was so disgusting. And mom, you know how it goes when you're pregnant. This is very serious stuff. Anyhow, moving forward, they did all the tests. I was not pre-diabetic. But that still lived with me. That's something that I still think about today. Should the doctor have taken it a different approach? I think we can agree, yes. That was absolutely rude, um, inconsiderate, um, wasn't effective, right? He, instead of giving me some resources or say, hey, let me refer you to a dietitian." zero of that, just full, here goes a piece of paper that's going to make you feel complete guilt. And I'm going to do nothing to help you with this. Definitely didn't appreciate that. This was years ago. I was very young at this point. Anyhow, moving forward, I'm thinking, what can I do differently to get healthy? What can I do? I started nutrition school and all that and so forth. But years after that, after I had my second child, I go to the doctor, kind of knowing how the system here in the United States works. It's, it's not focused on prevention. And if you live here, you already know that. Usually they tackle problems when it's already a problem. If they notice that you're overweight, they're obese, they'll just probably say something to you, like the doctor, and not do much about it. Um, rarely they'll do a referral, even rarer to a dietitian. Anyhow, moving forward, I was going to school, learning about all this stuff, learning about the labs and so forth. So I go to the doctor one day. And I asked the doctor to draw her labs. I'm like, I just want to know. She's like, okay, that's fine. So I asked her, you know, just draw these labs. And I go over the labs and the only one she pinpointed was my iron. She's like, you're low in iron, just take a supplement and you know, you're good to go. Like, okay, cool. So I get home and I look at the labs and I realize that my A1C is a little high, not diabetic, borderline pre-diabetic. And I'm thinking, she didn't mention this, <laughs> like what? So I follow up with the doctor and I say, hey, um, the A1C is a little borderline there. Should I worry about it? And she's like, no, just eat your fruits and veggies and so forth. And I'm thinking again, like, duh, we all know we're supposed to have fruits and veggies. We all know we should be working out. We all know all this. Obviously, the education part isn't the problem. Maybe it's the execution part. Maybe it's something else. Maybe I need a referral to someone. But hey. You're so focused on, I'll treat you when the problem is here that I'm not going to help you with prevention right now. Come back in 10 years, when you're diabetic, maybe you have fatty liver, maybe you have gastritis, then I'll put more attention on you. But till then, go home and have fun. Go eat some fruits and veggies. Anyhow, um, because I was learning so much at this point, I made so many changes. And next time I had my labs, my labs are wonderful, even the anemia because of the supplements. But I was thinking if I wasn't going to school for this, if I wasn't learning how to do this, I would have a lot of difficulty. I would say, what carbs can I eat? Maybe I shouldn't have carbs. Maybe I should just eat fruits and vegetables and and ignore the protein, ignore the healthy fats, the anti-inflammatory purposes. That could have happened. And friends, I've worked with enough patients and clients that can tell you it happens. Is this something you've experienced before? Have you ever gone to the doctor and maybe you saw some labs were a little weird. The doctor didn't put much attention to it. So then you go home and then maybe you go back to the doctor years later and you realize, oh, these labs are now getting better. They're worse now. Now I maybe need medication and I don't want to take medication. Have you ever felt that way? And the guilt comes. Because usually in these situations, you start to feel guilty and you start to think, I should have done something. I'm the problem, I'm the problem. But friends, as a dietitian who's been in hospitals, who's been in clinics, who's still in clinics, who has their own private practice, I can tell you it's not your fault. The system here, especially in the United States, it's built for treatment when the problem is happening. It's not built for prevention. It's really rare that I talk to different practitioners let's say in the hospital setting and they're focused on prevention it's very rare and it's very upsetting the problem is the system you're not the problem that guilt that you feel for yourself if you maybe went to the doctor and they're like you're diabetic you have fatty liver you're obese you're not the problem friends the problem is just the system but what does that mean That means if we know that the system is not gonna be for us, at least most of the time, then you have to take control of your own health. That's what my clients do. They decide the system's not doing it. I need to take control, hire my own dietitian, and get this sorted out. I wanna have control here. I don't wanna rely on once in a year appointments, the doctor that has maybe 10 minutes with me or one minute with me to tell tell me all the problems. The system isn't built for prevention, it's not. If you are interested in these things sometimes you have to ask and I say sometimes really usually you have to ask for a referral and even when you have these referrals they take months and even when you have that those appointments tend to be really quick if you're blessed enough to talk to a dietitian for more than 10 minutes you're a very blessed individual because most individuals appointments a dietitian is very short with any practitioner very short because they're dictated by insurance companies. so friends the guilt that you may feel from being diagnosed is not something that's on you, it's with the system. But you are responsible to take action for yourself. I'm telling you, if the system isn't built for that prevention, you need to take control. How does that control look like? It's different for everyone. Some individuals hire dietitian like myself, some individuals go online and do the, do the research. Just make sure you're doing the correct research. You do not just want to go on Google and put, hey, what does a diet for fatty liver look like? You want to be knowledgeable and know where you're looking. Trustworthy sources, .edu's, .org's, Google Scholar, um, Dietitians' input on nutrition therapy for fatty liver, things like that. That would be somewhere I would start if I wasn't comfortable um, working with an individual like a dietitian take control of your own health. When individuals are diagnosed with these chronic conditions, that guilt sets in and that quality of life can change. And most times, because again, that guilt, you start to think about it, you start to think about it, put yourself down, your relationship with food is impaired. Most individuals tend to lose weight with a lot of these conditions like gastritis or fatty liver because they don't know what to do or diabetes because they're so scared of food. I've worked with countless individuals who have been told that they're, they have type 2 diabetes, cut all carbs, go on a keto diet, then their lipid profile's crazy, then they come to me and say, hey Nari, I've cut all carbs, I'm doing the keto diet, my lipids are through the roof, what do I do? It's not a one size fits all, but there's always a starting point to everything. And seeking advice is always a good part, remember, or a good um, choice. Working with an individual like a dietitian coach can cut all of those years of confusion and condense them to six months to one year. Seeking advice is okay. Now, I recently just had a call with a prospective client. And one thing he was mentioning is that years ago, he was told that he was at risk for developing type two diabetes. Moving forward, he went to the doctor, got his labs, doing the regular physical, and the doctor said, "Hey, um, you—you—you you have diabetes now, type two. It's time to really make some lifestyle changes." And I'm thinking, "It's time!" <laughs> like, uh, you should have really encouraged this long time ago. Again, prevention. Maybe it's just ingrained in my soul as a dietitian to focus on prevention. Like, oh my dear gosh, freaking prevention! Even when my lab, my clients bring labs to me that are kind of borderline. I'm like, "Hey, they're—they're they're not high, but they're kind of hopping up there." prevention let's make those look let's brighten them up shining making them nice and shiny so the doctor tells the 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 patient or tells his client that hey you're you're pre-diabetic now may start to make some changes so this client comes to me he's like the doctor told me this i'm going out with my family not enjoying the food not really eating i love to cook that was one of the things i used to love for my family now i don't even cook anymore because i don't know what to eat i can't Um, I don't understand what's affecting my blood sugars. I'm not understanding anything. I'm not getting the education. Um, I'm feeling really confused to where now my day-to-day isn't. I'm not the same person I used to be before. Friends, this affects the quality of life. If you acknowledge it, if you know it or not, being diagnosed with many chronic conditions does affect your quality of life. And for me, I hope that everyone is able to, again, get that support from someone that can help them go back and have control over their life, have a healthy relationship with food, but it doesn't happen overnight. We have to remember our norms, our day-to-days, it took years for our habits to install where they're at today. So when we're looking to change, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take progress. It's going to take a lot of patience, a lot of patience. Remember, friends, this doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. Be patient with yourself. Be forgiving of yourself and be patient with the process and trust your dietitian. If you're working with a dietitian, trust the dietitian. She may or he may get you out of your comfort zone. Like one of the things I always tell my clients is, you can have carbs, and you should have carbs, like, oh my gosh, Adam today. And they feel uncomfortable because many of them have totally cut out their favorite carbs and are just being affected in a, in a negative way. And then moving forward after working with me for maybe at least two, three months, they start to say, "Hey, my blood sugars are getting better. I'm eating carbs the ones I enjoy. Why did no one tell me this before why are the doctors telling me to cut out the carbs oh friends the question of the year the question of the year the carbs are not the bad guy there's no good or bad food for the millionth time if you're my client you know i preach this all day there's no good or bad food i should make a sticker of this because so many people aren't aware carbs aren't bad fats aren't bad proteins aren't bad Right. But we know we should limit some products because they're more processed. And if they're more processed, they'll strip the fiber off. They'll add the fats. They'll add added sugars. And those things, of course, we want to limit. But to say that there's a good or bad food, that's just not true. Friends, a lot of our life, their quality of life is based on food. We eat three times a day, especially if we like to cook and we like to eat. Forget about it. This is really important. And don't forget to subscribe.